Welcome to The Body Nerd Show. I'm your host, Alexandra Ellis, and after a decade in the fitness industry, I've finally cracked the code on how you can build sustainable strength without getting hurt. I'm a coach, writer, yogi, kettlebell devotee, lover of lifting heavy things, and 100% a body nerd. So stick with me, and I'll teach you how to make body maintenance and movement mastery a fundamental part of your wellness routine. Are you ready? Let's do this. Welcome back. You're listening to episode 51 of The Body Nerd Show. On today's episode, we're talking about why you should stop walking like a duck, what that actually means, and why foot position could be the cause of your tight hips and knee pain. So what does walking like a duck actually mean? Um, This is walking with your feet turned out. And so it is super common. Honestly, when I'm walking down the street, I gotta admit, I see a lot of things, right? I'm watching people move, watching bodies move. And it's a very common foot position that I think kind of comes from our tight hips. So it's sort of like what came first, the tight hips or walking like a duck or walking with your hips externally rotated. Um, And I think they both kind of, you know, were born about the same time. They both definitely lead into one another. And it's really easy to blame knee issues, uh, bunions, tight hips on being hereditary, but biomechanics says otherwise. How many times have you said or heard somebody, oh, you know, my grandmother had bad knees, so I'm going to have bad knees, or my mom had super tight hips, so I'm going to have tight hips, or really bunions, that's the biggest one. Oh, well, my mom and my grandma and everybody had bunions, so I'm going to have bunions. And I'll talk more about why that's not necessarily true. So I used to stand and walk with my feet way turned out. And actually, I realized as I'm talking right now, my feet are turned out. So I just turned them straight. And when I started to fix my posture and be more mindful of how I was moving, little things started to resolve. That little bit of knee pain disappeared. And I was able to start building strength in my lower body, in my feet, in my hips like never before. Because for many people, you know, part of the drive to maintain your body comes from not wanting to go down the same path as your parents or your grandparents and myself included, because it sometimes feels super helpless, like you have no control, right? That your destiny has already been sealed by fate, but you have way more control than you think. And that's exactly where we're going today and why I wanted to talk about this, because when your feet are turned out, it changes the mechanics of how your body is loaded. And I know I've mentioned this before, this idea and concept of load. And so load is how gravity, body weight, force, etc., is experienced through your body. So, you know, a load could be heavier if you're carrying extra weight, but also just your body weight is a load on your tissues, right? Just walking, right? Walking is a lot of work. And a lot of things are happening that you don't have to think about it, which is really super cool. And actually, as a side note, an extra nerdy nugget here, you come pre-programmed already knowing how to walk. A lot of things have to be learned as you grow up, but walking isn't one of them, which is why you can hold babies, you know, on a surface and they start to move their legs like they're walking because nature was smart and said, hey, we need to know how to walk as soon as possible because when we're born, we're just like a little larva. (laughs) 
So how cool is that, that you come pre-programmed to walk? It's also a super complicated task. And so when your feet are turned out as you are walking, it changes what's happening at your hips. Your hips are not in neutral. They are turned out. It's called externally rotated. And that also changes how your foot hits the ground, which means every single time your foot hits the ground, there is a different thing happening with the load and the mechanics and how the tissues are stretched and loaded than what was necessarily designed. It also changes the way your knee is loaded with every single step because it's all connected. So it's not like your knee can be totally fine, but your foot and your hip are in different positions. And that's the thing about biomechanics and how the body moves. I think We think, because I know I used to think, um, that we can kind of outsmart it, that it doesn't really matter, that you're different and you're special and you are a special and unique snowflake. But mechanics is mechanics. It's it's like physics. And for most of us, and obviously there's, you know, variation. The shape of my foot is not the same as your foot and the size of my foot is not the same as your foot. But in general, our bodies are designed to work fairly similarly right? Sort of like dogs. Dogs are designed to move fairly similarly. And we don't say, oh, well, you know, this dog has to do that. And this dog has to do that. We just generally agree. Okay. Yes. You know, they're all going to be somewhat similar. And I think it's interesting that as humans, we're like, oh no, no, but we're different, but we're still mammals. We are still mammals. So I'm going to go through what happens to your hips, your feet, and your knees. When you walk with your feet turned out, And if you are standing or walking right now with your feet turned out, just start to turn your feet in because it's really going to make a big difference. So starting with the hips, tight hips are a super common complaint. Still to this day, one of my number one episodes was about why your hips are so tight. So I know that that is top of mind for many of you. And turning your feet forward is one of the ways to combat tension here. Because when your feet are turned out, that also is turning out your thigh bone, your femur, which means the muscles on the backside of your femur, whose job is to turn your hips out, are put into a shortened position. And we talked about this when we talked about muscles, but basically every muscle in your body has an ideal length. And that ideal length is where it is the most efficient at contracting and doing its job. Now, when you put it in a shortened position so that the muscle fibers, the place where contraction is actually happening in the sarcomere, when they're overlapping more because you are already in that externally rotated position, your body will start to adapt to that. So first, things like the fascia and the connective tissue start to get a little bit stiff because you're in a similar position all the time. And after some time, your body actually starts to take some of those contractile proteins away that actually takes out sarcomeres because your body 1000% runs on the use it or lose it principle. So now not only does the hip feel tight, but there's actually a few less proteins. It changes the length. It literally locks the muscle short. So your hips feeling tight, yes, 1000%, they are tight, but it's because they are always in a shortened and tightened position. Now, obviously this is not the case for everybody, but If I told you, which I'm telling you right now, turning your feet forward is going to help to gradually over time reset some of this to put your hips in a more neutral position so that there's more balance between the external rotators, the muscles that turn your hips out and the muscles that turn your hips in. 
when you're locked short, right, when you're turned out all the time and those muscles don't have the capacity to generate as much support as they would otherwise because they are so locked short and they have a ton of tension, they actually have less strength and coordination to support your lower back and hips because, again, those muscles are not in their ideal positions. So this is not something that can be fixed just by turning your feet forward once. It's a gradual process that, again, consistency, it's, I mean, it's so not sexy, I know, but consistency is really the key to changing your body and how it feels. And so simply by turning your feet forward and being mindful of what your hips are doing when you're sitting and when you're driving can start to release some of this tension and help to, like I said, restore things to a more quote unquote normal, because what's actually normal? but a more normal resting position. So that is definitely one place to start that's gonna make a big difference. And actually my husband and I were just talking about this last night. He was driving, he's been having some discomfort and tension in his hip, and he noticed that as he drives, the same side hip, it was his left hip, is always kind of like flopping out to the side, you know, letting that knee drop out to the side. And he said, well, do you think it could be part of this? And the answer is yes. Because remember, how you move your body throughout the day and how you rest, right? What you're doing when you're sitting on the couch or at your desk, that all matters so much more than what you do just in your workout. Your body and how it feels is the sum total of all of the things you do throughout your day. So start paying attention to what your hips are doing. And if they're always turned out, especially while you're sitting and also while you're standing and walking, see if you can start to turn your feet forward and the hips are going to follow suit. I'm going to tell you now, it's going to feel totally weird because your brain maps what your most often used position is right? So posture, we're like, well, this feels normal. It feels normal because that's what you have gotten used to. And so resetting your posture, again, it just takes consistency and diligence and it's going to feel weird. But as you get used to it, that will start to become your habit. And that is the shape that your body will rest in and kind of default to even when you're tired. So what about the feet, right? This is all about the feet, but I started with the hips because that's usually top of mind for people. So when your feet are turned out, instead of rolling over your toes while you're walking, you end up rolling over the big toe knuckle. It's called the metatarsophalangeal joint. It's totally a mouthful. So the issue with rolling over the side of that joint is all because of a biomechanical principle called Wolf's Law. And Wolf's Law states that bone grows where force demands it. So years of rolling over this joint starts to create bone growth and bone growth at that big toe knuckle is called a bunion and bunions are super painful, right? They also kind of push your toe off to the side into the other toes. And this is where people say, but no, my mom had a bunion. My grandmother had a bunion, but I challenge you to look at how they are standing and then see if you stand the same way. Because how we walk and how we move is a learned behavior from the people who model it around us. And so those bunions form not because of genetics, but because of how you're walking. And I know this is kind of like controversial. It might also have just exploded your brain. But I challenge you, if you see a bunion growing or it's really causing you some discomfort and pain, see if you can just start to move your feet forward. And that's just one step in a number of steps into reducing pain at that point. But it's an easy one to take right now right? 
easy enough. Turn your feet forward. Don't have to have surgery to do all kinds of stuff that they do when they do it. Um, If you've already had surgery, even so, see if you can turn your feet forward. It's going to set your foot up so that you use your foot as it was designed. Because here's another issue that happens when you don't roll over your toes while walking, right? Your feet are turned out. You got to roll over that big toe knuckle instead of the toes. But when you don't roll over the toes, the bottom of your foot and the connective tissue there called the plantar fascia, it doesn't get the same amount of stretch, which means it doesn't have the ability to recoil and kind of propel you forward, which is what the plantar fascia does. It's literally like the spring in your step. And again, use it or lose it is 1000% a principle in the body. So if you don't roll over your toes and you're not using the plantar fascia, so it's not stretching and recoiling, it starts to lose its elasticity and it feels super rigid. It feels super, super tight. And then you go on a run and you ask the plantar fascia to take a ton of load because that's what happens when you're running and it doesn't like it and it gets irritated and then you have plantar fasciitis and then you got to stop training. So again, what if the fix were as simple as turning your feet forward? Wouldn't it at least be worth a try? So what about your knees? And the knees are sort of like the middle child between your hips and your ankles. So when your feet are turned out and then your hips are turned out, your knees, they have to come along for the ride. And as you're walking, because of mechanics and gravity and the fact that you're moving forward, this puts most of the pressure to the inside edge of the knee. This is where the medial meniscus is and your medial collateral ligament. And there's a bunch of other structures there, but those are the two main ones. So things that can happen at the knee, you can also get bone spurs. These are sort of like a bunion. And again, bone grows where force demands it. That's all that a bone spur is. And it can create discomfort and pain at the inside of the knee because it's being loaded unevenly. So the cartilage in your knee and the meniscus are really great when the pressure is even. But if that pressure is more to the inside or more to the outside, for a long period of time, and I'm not talking like six weeks, I'm talking about like a lifetime, then that's when we start to see uneven wearing of the joint surface. And oftentimes that medial meniscus is what's worn out a little bit more. So if you're having discomfort or pain here at the inside of the knee, again, see what happens. Just turn your feet forward and see what happens. So the fix, again, as I've been saying, is just good posture. So what does good posture look like? Your feet are forward and you have equal weight over both of your feet. And this is a big one because so often, and I do this too, so I say this to myself as well, it's way easy to shift your weight to one foot or to the other, but then you also load that hip and lower back differently. So that's why you dump all of your weight into one foot and your hip is kind of jutted out to the side, that hip and foot get tired, and then you have to switch sides. So work on and pay attention to if you are distributing the weight equally over both feet with your feet facing forward. You're going to have to get over feeling weird about how you're standing. And this is something I did many, 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 many years ago. And I'm just like, I don't really care, right? I don't care if everybody else is like lounging around and like hanging out on their bodies. To me, being comfortable and continuing to improve the way my body feels is more important. So join me in standing up straight with weight over both of your feet. And don't worry about what everybody else thinks. (laughs) There's also no such thing as perfection. So this is not a one fix and then you're done. Just when you catch yourself, fix your feet. 
So even as I have been talking and recording this podcast, I've had to adjust myself a couple times. Notice I was hanging out in one hip or the other. Posture, just like you, is a dynamic living, breathing thing. And because your body is the sum total in all the ways that you move, the change of your posture is going to be slow and gradual, but consistency is way more important than just doing it one time or one exercise or one stretch. And one stretch, like there is no stretch that is going to fix your hips if you always default back to having your feet turned out and letting your hips get back into that shortened position where they're going to tighten up again right? You can't fix something if you just keep redoing it again and again and again. So give this a try and let me know how it goes. Let me know what it's like to be in the stand tall feet equal weight distributed club. We really need to work on our name. (laughs) And again, know that it feels weird. It will feel weird not only because you're worried what other people think, but also because it just feels weird in your body when you try to do something new and just stick with it. Because truly, turning your feet forward and no longer walking like a duck, even though ducks are cute, is going to make a big difference for your hips, for your knees, for your feet, and for your ankles. And as far as things go, that's a pretty simple fix, right? Just pay attention. Look at your feet. What are they doing? Look at your knees. Are they dropped out if you're sitting down? Just see where you can find better positioning to help relieve some of the stress off your body. Now, I say this with a huge asterisk because I realize I haven't mentioned it, but all of this should be with the least amount of effort possible. So if you're driving and you're being super rigid to like keep your knees in neutral, relax a little bit. See if maybe there's a place you can rest your foot where your hip will be in a more neutral position. Um, And when you're standing, again, posture isn't a rigid thing. See if you can find some ease in the position so that you're only really like efforting 10%, we'll say. I'm absolutely about, I don't want to say mailing it in, but sort of mailing it in. It doesn't have to be perfect and it doesn't have to be effortful, right? Good posture and really how you carry your body should come with a sense of freedom and ease. And that comes from consistency and practice. But as always, if you have any questions, hit me up. Definitely give this a try. Let me know how it goes. And I'm curious to know if you are surprised to find your feet turned out all the time, all the time. So send me a DM or tag me on Instagram. I'm at Hala Or you can call the Body Nerd Hotline and leave a voicemail at 818-396-6501. And before I go, just want to remind you, as always, that show notes, fun links, free downloads, the Body Nerds group, pretty much everything, lives over at aewellness.com slash podcast. And thank you for taking the time to listen today. It really means a lot to me, and I so appreciate you. And I hope that you got some fun movement in today as you listen, or maybe you got something else planned for later today. I hope movement is in your future. (laughs) If you enjoyed this week's episode, make sure you hit that subscribe button so that you don't miss any future episodes, any bonus episodes. Sometimes I release stuff and I don't tell anybody about it. So make sure you're subscribed. And I'd also really appreciate it if you left a review on your favorite podcast platform. It helps other body nerds find the show and it lets all those podcast platforms know that we are body nerds and we like learning about the body. Or if you're like, okay, I don't like public displays of affection. I get that too. So just share this with somebody who needed to hear this today. Share this with somebody who wants to feel better, who wants to get stronger and wants it to be as simple as possible. So here's to asking better questions, moving more, but not like a duck, and getting nerdy. And thank you for helping me spread the word that your body is super cool and you, my friend, can change the unchangeable. I'll talk to you next week. 
pain stops you in your tracks, and bodywork is one of the fastest and most effective ways to deal with it. I've put together a free PDF with the six places you need to roll right now for quick relief. Plus, the reason why what you've tried so far has only given you a temporary fix. So whether it's back pain, plantar fasciitis, neck tension, shoulder pain, or tight hips, I've got you covered. And when you download it now, I'll also send you some video demos to get you started even faster. Head on over to aewellness.com slash bodywork, that's B-O-D-Y-W-O-R-K, to get started today.